Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Chris, and I am joined by Jack. Jack, how you doing? I am exhausted, but Sorry. I am alive and well. Let me tell yep. you, rock climbing takes it out of you. Uh, yeah, just gym in general. Very tiring. Grant, you were right that one time you predicted in Discord that I'd start going to the gym often. Um, good job. But yeah, so here we are. Ready for a new episode. Uh, Wait, probably going to be a cool that? He did. It was out of nowhere. I don't know why he decided to call that, but yeah. Grant, you should have put that one on the bingo board. He somehow did it, but yeah. I mean, to be honest, I totally see it, so it doesn't surprise me at all, but. Something to do. Um, yeah, here if I suddenly jump up wincing in pain, it's because of the giant cut on the back of my leg from falling on Parker's Folly, so. You'll be all right. Well, we should have a shorter episode this week. Uh, not a lot happened. Not a ton of questions, so. You know, yep. we'll see how it goes. Give you a little break before we jump into a couple weeks of fun stuff we got coming. So, that's right. Um, so let's start off with some Patreon shoutouts. First off, Patreon link in the description if you want to be a patron. Uh, there's tons of cool perks based on your tier. Obviously, you get your name shouted out on the show. You know, we just love you a whole lot more. So our patrons are Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, Allison, and Stephen, Eric, and Mikhail. We appreciate all of y'all. Once again, Patreon link is in the Discord. And real quick, we got some plugs yeah, to follow say, us you on give Instagram. Up, go ahead. Oh, he's just okay. I'm gonna take it. Um, you got it. If you want to give us a little more love, you can follow us on Instagram at twisted underscore traveler. Twitter, you can follow us at twisted traveler, but the R at the end is a one. Curse you, Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at thrilling moment. And you can follow Chris at twisted travelers. Chris on. Oh, Instagram. he did mine this week. Let's go. I did yours this week. Also, if you don't mind, because I'm decided I'm going to be lazy and not announce the giveaway winner till Wednesday, I'm announcing the giveaway winner right now on the show because I feel like it. Uh, where is the, where is the spreadsheet? Oh. Where I did not sign up for the giveaway because I feel like if I won, it would look rigged. Um, actually, I think you did like the tweet, but I didn't. Put I didn't you do on the it. other stuff though. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest though. Uh, don't don't feel offended, but I never put you on it because you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so. Uh, okay, Chris, pick a number between one and two hundred and twenty-six. You're picking. I the get winner. to decide who You're wins. Picking the winner. Yeah. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. I just feel Let's it. See. Oh, uh, this is this is great um, because I know the person. We know the person, and it's going to our good friend Creech. Yeah, Creech. The one, the only uh, coaster Creech. You know him. You love him. He operates Gatekeeper. And now I think he's operating Fury. So Creech, congratulations! I will message you on Wednesday when I actually announce this. You're welcome, Creech. Like, Yo, you're getting a prize. So, congrats, Creech. Hope you enjoy the Velociprint and the This Is How We Roll documentary because, yeah. 
I got your back, Creech. You're welcome, buddy. There you go. You can thank Chris. He did all of the work. Not I like did. there was a random number generator or anything else to put your name at the 72 spot. Yeah, it was only me. You're welcome, Creech. Only Chris. Well, there you Heck, have he, it. He, he, he's providing the prize, right? I mean... <laughs> no. Um, Who's got also... the followers here? Who's got the baby clout? <laughs> hey. Fair. Uh, also, I'm stealing this moment to hide, like to say, calendars go on sale on Friday. It's the best oh, one yet. Calendar. Oh really? Oh yeah. Uh, I guarantee you, you've seen it. The Lost Coaster. You've seen it. What do you I think? Have. It is good. I approved it. So, oh, and we have another question added late. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> uh, keep going while I add that. Uh, okay, so we're going to jump right into news this week, and I get to make fun of Lightning Rod, so it's a great night so far. Lightning Rod's broken again. Nothing new here. Um, just move along. Go ride Thunderhead. It's running amazing. Go look at the pumpkins and just look at the lawn ornament because it's a lawn ornament. So Lightning Rod's broken. Apparently it rolled back, and then they figured out how to boost it back into the station, into a parked train, which goes completely against protocol for how to relaunch a train. Ah, Dollywood. You haven't been there in a while. I have. Honestly, the way things are looking, I'm probably not going to get back there until CSITS in December because every time I go home, it's like, uh, do I want to go to Dollywood or do I want to go see some friends I haven't seen in a while? Yeah. So. I mean, with Rod being Rod, I understand. So. Yeah. But yeah, it broke. Surprise, surprise. This happens around this time every year, it seems like. So uh, maybe they'll week. try to fix it again, and then uh, nothing will happen. You know you know how it goes. Just get me a pitchfork and some fire. I mean, that'd be That's a good plot option. of land. <laughs> I can't believe I, that we've gotten I, to the I point. I have no comment like, on that. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I can't believe that we've gotten to the point where enthusiasts like actually would be cool with rod going now just because it's made so many people mad you know? I wrote it, i've written it 200 and something times i've gotten my fix yeah honestly i mean it's really good i love it but if it's not going to be reliable <laughs> i wouldn't be too angry if they did uh but i that's not going to happen this as long year as i least. get a piece of the freaking track i'm happy we'll see but yeah rod broke Woo. Uh, everybody mark that off your calendar. It happened again. Mark that off your 2021 bingo board. Actually, that should just be the free space. Like, Yeah, mark off your free free, free space on Twisted Travelers bingo if you haven't yet. Um, but yeah, okay. Next. Yeah, that didn't go well. We got this quick thing. Dubai Hills Mall has an indoor intimate launch polar coaster thing, but it's not actually a polar coaster. No, it's only like, I think, uh, shout out to... I think it was James over in the TDR server that figured out that it's like a 170 foot tall building. So, I mean, it's not a shabby sized roller coaster, but it's not a 500 footer. Mm -hmm. But when you look at like what it does, it it's like the polar coaster, but shorter. It just, it's around the building and just like constantly turning and flipping and doing really weird stuff. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, just another thing to add to your list to do in that area. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's there's so much I want to do in that area that's not roller coasters, and they just keep building more roller coasters to make me want to go. So, build Falcon's Flight, and I'm there. That's just my thing. Like, 
do it and I'll show up. Uh, they've yeah. got that GCI coming though too, so I'll, I'll end up oh, there. Oh, that GCI looks ridiculous. But yeah, this basically also it's got the Velocicoaster, Conda, new trains. So perfect. I'm a fan already. Like yeah. I can already tell you, I'm gonna like it just based off that. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. It the video was like kind of weird. It looks cool. I, I it's hard to actually follow what it does. Yeah, I really want to see a POV of the ride. Same. So. I I can't judge it until. I mean, really, you can't judge it until you've ridden it. But as far as just taking a guess, I'm not going to try to guess how good it would actually be. Uh, But yeah, it looks pretty cool from what we saw. Yeah, watching the video, mainly I was just like marveling at the fact that someone's actually trying to make a polar coaster concept come to life. And Can you all build my 500 foot one in Orlando now? Yeah, I was going to say, and of all the companies to do it, because, you know, usually I think it's going to be like a Gerslauer or some upstart that's going to do it. But it's an Intamin. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, leave it to Intamin to do something like that, of course. Leave it to Intamin. All right. Well, a last quick thing is Desperado at, uh, what is it, Buffalo Bills Casino, I uh, believe? Yeah, that sounds right. In Nevada. Um, so obviously, there's a massive Aero Hyper, and everybody thought it was dead, but it's testing again. Uh, I know a lot of people hate this ride, but to be honest, I really want to ride it. <laughs> It, it just looks that, goofy. I was having that discussion with my mom and dad the other day about like rides. Like I said, if this opens, because I'm planning on being in the Las Vegas area at some point next summer, whether it's on a road trip or flying through, it's like, if it's open, I have every intent to go ride it because there are only three arrow hypers in the world. And I would like to go ride all three of them. Yeah, I mean, I know it wouldn't be uh, insane. In fact, I, I could see myself hating it if it's actually that uncomfortable. But I definitely would love to get the chance to experience it once with how uh, big and rare it is. I would just want to take some pictures of it. I mean, like, it looks just so nutty. It literally looks like someone just drew lines and was like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I'd love to ride it. I... We'll see if it's testing. I I don't know, man. This ride has gone through a lot of different things. <laughs> I, I can't even make a prediction at this point. No, yeah. it Like, literally, we've seen it testing, but we I think it's tested before, and we've gotten these false hopes. So I'm not going to believe it until we hear from people that it's running. If we do find out it's running and it's running consistently, make it a pri- I'm going to make it a priority for next summer. Um, yeah. I'd love to get out there and ride it. Uh, how realistic that is, we'll find out. It <laughs> sucks because I'll only be 19. Whatever. Anyways, there's Ride of the Week. Or no, wrong thing. There's Weekly News. Ride of the Week is up next. <laughs> so, Ride of the Week, we've been doing Intimate Accelerators. Uh, we have done Top Toe Dragster and King Daka. We got the two stratas out of the way early. Now we are now left we get with to move on to the fun stuff. Yes the best one and the other one <laughs> uh Klaus is gonna hate me for that anyways storm runner uh, Klaus, you're gonna hate me for it too so just get ready hey no Klaus knows i really like it but we'll see storm runner at hershey park and accelerator at knott's berry farm so i've got the wheel ready last two options are you ready to spin spin the wheel dun, 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 dun. 
Dun, 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 dun. There's your sound effects, Brian. And we are starting off with Stormrunner at Hershey Park. So we will finish with Accelerator next week. But Stormrunner, do you want to go first or me? Um, I'm going to let you go forth first because it's been four and a half years since I've ridden it. So... Okay, I'll start then, yeah. So, let me tell you, this ride is absolutely fantastic. Uh, going into it, I expected it to be my second favorite in the park, and it definitely lived up to that. Um, you know, I can understand people who like Dragster more because of 120 miles an hour, you know, all the speed, the sense of height. But this just, its layout is just so good. I I have to give it the edge over all the others by a pretty hefty margin. Every, like, it's it's short, but every element it has definitely packs a punch. Like the first launch, super intense. The top hat, you get some insane airtime. You go uh, into the pullout for the top hat, and you get a ton of positives. You go up into that weird loop thing, tons of positives there. And then the flying snake dive whips you everywhere and gives you hang time. And then you just kind of hop up into the break run. I absolutely love this layout, even though it's short. But just every element does what it's supposed to do well gives you forces. I, that's why I prefer it to the others. It, it just packs so much more into the ride. And that's pretty much like what I'll say. I don't think there's much more to say. It it just does more and it, it does everything well. Yeah. So, okay. Mate. If I'm not mistaken, I've written about 280 roller coasters new roller coaster since I rode storm runner. So we're, we're putting a lot of stuff between it. Um, I remember it was a super punchy, super fun, super whippy and fast paced ride. Very intense. Um, Intamin jank everywhere. Like just go up, then do a barrel roll and then do like a half flip and dive. And somehow it works. And is probably my favorite element on the ride because it just tries to throw you. Um, but yeah, I remember it was a ton of fun getting to ride that ride. Uh, I rode that in King to Ka back to back and I got off King to Ka. I was like, Oh, well that was nowhere good as dragster dragster. And then I got on storm runner the next day and I'm like, Oh, well that gives ra- dragster a run for its money. Um, I'm still a dragster person through and through. I'm just calm. I, I mean, Something about Dragster is just special to me. You're a Cedar um, Point fanboy. I am not a Cedar Point fanboy. Do not associate me with those people. Um, I'm an Intamin fanboy, and I like big Intamins. Um, You're a Cedar Point fanboy. Shush. You are? Okay. Maybe I'm a tad bit of a Cedar Point fanboy. There you go. But at least I trashed Steel Vengeance for a solid two years, and now it's in my top five. So, you know what? I'm a Cedar Point fanboy. I hate you. I'm not as bad as a Kings Island fanboy. Uh, you're still a bit of a Kings Island fanboy. I've only been one time this year. And oh, it was no, with I only you. went to a park that's like three hours away from my house one time this year. Come on, that's I a trek go, for a lot of people. And I usually go five or six times a year. Okay. So I'm saying, like... It's not your home park, and you're still making that trek out. At all. I kind of... I've always considered King's Island my second home park. But it's not. 
but it's not, but it kind of is, because we were, there were points where we would go to King's Island as much as we'd go to Dollywood. Over right, because you're a fanboy. No, because my dad and I won't be in him hyper. And then we discovered it was the same distance to get to Carowinds, and ever since then we've been like, oh. Much better. Would you rather ride Wait. Orion or would you rather ride Fury? It's great. Okay. Um, See you next now, weekend. Let's talk some fantasy football real quick. Stormrunner is great. There's, there's, in, there, we'll just wrap up right of the week. Okay, Stormrunner is great. I love that thing. I need to ride it again next summer, hopefully. So, let's get into it. Uh, we'll just start. Yeah, if you heard me grunt at the beginning of this show, because I haven't looked at my fantasy all day, and when I woke again. up this morning, I was winning, and We've now got I'm myself so. versus Bryant. Uh, yeah, you flattened it. him. He did have a down week. Kamara was... Is his leading score right now? He has two playing right now, but Camaro will probably be his leading yeah. score. Um, Rogers was all right. Diggs didn't do too great. He definitely had a down week. I didn't have a huge week by any means, but I no, still but was going to pull out the win. Tom Brady, Keenan Allen, you know, yeah, Aaron Jones did his thing. Numbers. Every, see, the right. thing, everyone on your team put up decent numbers, so just by volume, you're going to win. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, yeah, Brand, he still has what? One on the field. Just two playing. Two on the field, yeah. Uh, but I don't. There's no way, yeah. Mm-mm. Let me see. So. Who are his two right now? He has C.D. Lamb and Miles Sanders. Uh, yeah. Both good players, but not going to make up what's lost not right now by a 38 point deficit. Right. Um, moving on, we have Jack versus Grant. Yeah. So I'm going to be completely honest. I forgot to make adjustments to my lineup this week. Um, I was so busy. I just was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. And by the time I realized it was Thursday night and I was like, crap. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have changed anything you had anyway, to be honest. You just had a bit of a down week. McCaffrey got hurt. Um, Justin Herbert played good. So did DK and James Robinson got some good carries. Mm -hmm. Uh, But. I mean, yeah, this is the lineup I would stick with if I were you. Just McCaffrey yeah. getting hurt is tough. Yeah, my team played good. McCaffrey being down was definitely not helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And it's look, yeah, Grant should win this. Uh, Jack still has Amari Cooper and his kicker uh, in game right now, but Grant yeah. is still up by a, a decent margin. He had. Ezekiel Elliott played well. Clyde Edwards-Alaire played well. Devontae Adams had a great week. Justin Jefferson had a great week. So, you know. Yeah, he's t- up on me 23 points right now. There's just, there's not a, it would take some crazy crap for me to come back. Right. Uh, our next matchup is our friend Marcus versus Perry. Yeah, this one's pretty much over because the only person that's got a player on the field is Marcus. And Marcus is up, uh. 146 to 127. Right. Yeah. Marcus uh, Marcus had Derek Carr play well. Both of his running backs, Eckler and Swift, played pretty good. Cooper Cup had a great week. Yeah, Same with Saquon Barkley. Um, and then over on Perry's side, Lamar Jackson did his thing. You know, he's still good. Kareem Hunt had a great week. But Tyson Williams had a down week. Mike Evans and George Kittle both played well. 
James White, I believe, ended up getting hurt, which is why he only had point six points. Yeah, I'm gonna say looking at that, he either got hurt or just decided to stand on the field and do nothing for four quarters. No, I'm pretty sure he got hurt. I was watching part of the game. I think I remember that. Um, but yeah, so Marcus will get the win there. Marcus will advance to one and two, <laughs> and Perry will remain at zero and three. Rip Perry. Um, I know he's listening. Sorry, Perry. Okay, our next matchup is the Rockets versus the Rockets, which is Ben versus Steven. Yep. Good job, Steven. You beat my dad. I'm proud of you. Good job, Steven. Both have one currently playing, um, which is Jalen Hurts, uh, who <laughs> in the third only has three points, so it's not looking good. I was and, like, oh, it must be the first quarter, and I look and see what quarter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Steven has Devontae Smith, so. Yeah, it's looking then, good for um, Steven. Here's up 22. He should Alan be fine. had a fantastic week, too, for Steven. Oh, I see. Your dad uh, didn't even move Dalvin Cook out of his lineup, who was injured. <laughs> I so. think my dad's forgotten this is happening. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I but need to remind him. You, you should do that. Um, <laughs> Steven had Josh Allen go off. Chase Claypool had a solid week. Brown's defense played great. So, good all-around week for him. Mm-hmm. And our last matchup was my dad versus Allison. And I know both of them had down weeks. Uh, it was It's close. But like your dad's got it. He did win, yeah, because neither of them have anyone playing. Uh, Mahomes and Henry each were pretty good. Yeah, Same with Prescott. On the field. Prescott. But no, he's in reserve. Sorry, I'm blanking. Yeah, he's on the bench. Um, yeah, my dad's got this one. He, he beat... He's going to beat Allison by five. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts didn't do anything. Same with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but he was able to just edge it out. Both of them had down weeks. Kyler, little off. McLaurin and Debo, both little off. Mark Andrews was okay. But yeah, so my dad's going to be the only undefeated team left. Congratulations, father. I know you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> that's fantasy for the week. I'm at a comfortable two and one. Jack's going to drop to one and two. Yeah, I'm not too concerned by it. No, not with Perry being 0-3. Sorry, Perry, man. <laughs> it's no, not looking we, good. We are going to sit down. We got to sit down with everyone at some point in the next couple weeks and get the punishment locked in. Yes, we do need to do it's that. It's going to be great. <sighs> it's looking Just tough. Looking at, yeah, looking at what's happening, I'm not concerned about coming in last, so I'm ready to go with the one we talked about. <laughs> I'm going to be good. I, I'm pretty confident. Uh, I don't know why I was going back through pictures from. Let me guess, uh, Infinity Univ- Falls. No, from Universal, and I found the picture I took of you after we got off of um, oh, yeah. Popeye. Popeyes, and I was cracking up because the look on your face, and then you're just like, drip, like literally, you can watch the water drip off of you because I think I took a live photo. Uh, I'm gonna feel really bad for whoever gets this punishment if we do what we're thinking of. You have yeah, a brief conversation that might give you a hint. See, I know uh, what they're talking about was originally specifically going to be for me if I mm-hmm. lost. But that's not happening, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what we decide on. Yeah. Um, if I did somehow lose and it was that, I'm cursed. Like, gosh. I um, would drop whatever I was doing to fly to Florida to stand there with a camera and just film it all day long. I'm sure you would. 
I mean, I'd probably make you do it at SeaWorld, too, so I could make you wear a GoPro, and yeah. Sure. I guess. Um, but that that was the halftime report thought, of the yeah. week. <laughs> uh, let, give us feedback if you guys are even interested in this. Like, uh, we're willing to, you know, make changes. We think it's a nice little switch up, uh, but obviously it's an experiment. So let us know. Yeah. Um, and then also, of course, let us know um, any guests you want to hear. Uh, you can join yes. the Discord. Link is in the description. You can tell us any guests you want to hear, anything you want to hear us talk about for like a second half of the show. And of course, you can ask us listener questions, which is what we're doing right now. That's that right. Link the Discord is in the description. And let's get into the questions. So start us off. Uh, so questions from grant this is one of his questions tonight and it is what do you think will replace flight deck and maybe time warp at canada's wonderland well first of all that was just grace peacock screwing with everyone and i love her yep. um, solid tiktok i was I, I i really wasn't fooled like i if you know canada's wonderland and grace peacock that's just something that they would do. Oh, you know, as soon as I saw it, I was like, she's going to troll people with this. And I was yeah. right. And it was more spectacular than I thought it was going to be. So, mm-hmm. uh, but if they did take it out, what would we want to see? Or what, what do we think we would see? There can be so a different answer to those. If you take two. out um, the two trash rides that are right next to each other, very convenient. Um, Flight Deck is still one of the worst roller... Both of these are two of the worst roller coasters I've ever ridden. 324 roller coasters. If we have to rank these, I think these are 323 and 322. That is how bad they are. Um, It's pretty bad. Okay. So, rip them out. And then if you rip out Flight Deck and Time Warp, you've lost both of your, like, inverted or, like, suspended rides that aren't made for families, although Vortex is very intense and i'm not sure if that's a family coaster or they not, also have but... one of the macoma hanging bangs so eh, well <laughs> good i'm not good We're... i think i waited 50 60 minutes to ride that thing i'm not doing that when i go i'll just miss it um so anyway tear out flight deck tear out time warp and put a bnm invert in right yeah i think that's what makes sense uh, I would like to see a GCI most, but what I think they would add would be either an invert or a wing. Uh, they just love their B&M, you know? That's yeah. what I think they would add. It's not exactly what I would want them to add, but I think that's what they would. I think a B&M invert would fill, it'd give them a really solid, another really solid thrill coaster, because the problem they run into is you've got Behemoth, Leviathan, Yukon Striker, and Vortex. Those are their top four <laughs> And they're good, like they're a tier above, but then everything else is down on what we would call the garbage scale. Like there's not another memorable ride there that I would say is worth rewriting. Um, so that's the thing. They need another like good middle of the ground coaster. Um, and then, of course, everyone's like RMC, one of their woodies. The problem is both of their woodies are one of them's complete trash and one of them's in an awful location and also is just not that good to begin with too. So, yeah, I, I'd love to see a GCI in that slot personally, like yeah. get a good wooden coaster up there, mix it up from the B and M's. Uh, but I think an invert or a wing makes the most sense. I, that's just what I would see them doing. Um, but that, 
who knows if that will ever happen because it's not leaving this year. That was just a troll. Um, second question. This one's from our friend Bryant. What roller coaster do you wish was longer? And what do you wish, which one would do you wish was shorter? Oh, okay. Shorter, Nighthawk. How about we just get rid of all of it? Yeah. There you go. I'm cool with that. Um, that's the thing. I'm never going to say make a ride shorter unless I want it completely demolished. So. Uh, no, I feel like you could find examples of rides that get killed by a weak ending. Uh, okay, get rid of the stupid Cedar Fair mid-course break run, Helix break run. That's thing. what just I mean. Go, you just go straight into a break run. Um, That's a good example. Uh, as far as longer, I mean, it's already my number one, but if Time Traveler was a little longer, I wouldn't complain. Um, yeah, even it's got so much speed going in the break, you could throw another Helix in easily. Um, yeah. Um, trying to think. Heck, trying let's to... just make Voyage longer because it's make still X2 hauling longer. when you get to the break. Yeah, X two. Um, give it Twisted another Colossus. lap. Give Twisted Colossus a couple hundred more feet of track on each side, and an extra break run to hold the train so it duels every time. I don't know. It literally like it's there. They just need to put a friction break at the bottom of that break run, and you. Uh. I mean, look, I won't complain about making any ride longer that already isn't being killed by pacing by the end of it. As far as shorter, I'll try to give you a legit answer. Uh, I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. This might take a minute. I'm pulling up the spreadsheet. Hmm. Um, see, this is, oh, Talon, I'll make Talon longer, give me another corkscrew, um, shorter, this is such a, um, I wouldn't complain if you took out a little bit of the ending of Copperhead Strike and just had it go into the break run with like one hill instead. That was really yeah, good airtime. It, it does meander a little at the end, yeah. I wouldn't complain if you took out <laughs> one of Diamondback's last hills that you got more pop through the rest. Yeah, on a, just a normal day when that the trims in the mid-course hit hard, yeah, get rid of one of the hills. If it's running without the trims on the mid-course, it's fine, but 95% of the time you're going to get a trim on the mid uh, tough to say. I mean, you could find some very nitpicky examples, but it's not often that I'm going to want a ride to be shorter. I can tell you that. So I, I think mean, I'll yeah, leave it at that. Most of the time I'm like, I get off a ride and I'm like, I want a little more. Um, the only, there's a very few coasters I get off of. I'm like, yep, that is perfect as is. And they are Voyage and Fury 325. As far as length. Yes, I agree. Uh, so that's what I'll say. Um, next question. This is from Grant. What's one song you wish was on Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket? Okay, I'm going to completely just say, uh, like, I'm, I'm not going to say one song, just completely update the thing. It hasn't been updated since it opened. I was going to say, most of those old. Songs, there's only one song on there I would pick any 
way like that I know would like want to have blasted in my ears for the ride. So yeah, definitely update that uh, a lot. Just the whole thing. The whole thing. But let's let's throw out the um the the must answers, which are um Bohemian Rhapsody. And that fit? Uh, I want it that way. Well, that one obviously. Uh, well, I mean, I threw Bohemian Rhapsody on there because of the swings. Oh, we did do that. I yeah, remember we the did second that. one. That's, those are why I threw those two out. Um, Shut up, Buzzbars. Join. Yep, join Buzzbars. Um, okay, legit answers. I'm trying to think of something like I enjoy that would fit. Because I'm... Most of what I listen to on a daily basis does not fit the vibe of Rip Ride Rocket. Yeah, it does. What? Dude, your whole playlist sits the vibe of Hollywood of Red Rocket. That one playlist, which was... The whole the thing, I swear. It does. They're both terrible. But yeah, that's true. Uh, though, either of those would work perfectly. I'm, though, I'm trying to think of something I like listen to. I'm actively listening to right now that would fit. Um, honestly, throw something from one of the new... Like, the more recent Daft Punk albums on there. Um, They've already got stronger with Kanye on there. Yeah, but throw one of the newer ones on there. Um, I don't, I feel like something from the weekend would fit well with the theme of the ride. I don't like listen to his stuff, but I feel like something from him would work well. I'm just sticking with update the whole thing. Well, yeah, but okay, but pick one. Like, pick us. Like, if you could pick one song, I, I have no clue. <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just think they need to update the whole thing. No, it is definitely out of date. Because again, like, so what's your go-to right now? I totally am blanking. What? Like, what's your if you ride it? What's your song? What do you pick? Right. Oh, now? I dude, I haven't written it in like six months. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, fair. it's you know, it's a Hollywood rip ride. Rocket. I think I would the last time, time I think last time I picked something was "Sabotage" by Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's a good song. I think when I think the only time I've ever written it, I did uh, "Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger." I could have guessed that. Yeah, yeah, just update the whole thing, man. Or tear the ride out and make it B&M, please. Uh, anyways. Or tear it out and put a cool dark ride there. In that long slot? No. Yeah. Uh. Figure something out. If you're going to build a B&M, make it actually have airtime, because uh, Hollywood Dream looks like it has no airtime. I would still take Hollywood Dream over Rip Ride. That's fair. Okay, make anyway. more than one train go backwards then. That'd be pretty cool. Um, okay. Two more questions. This one's from Perry. Is 4,500 feet the perfect length for a roller coaster? Uh, I don't think you can Depends define a perfect length, ride. but it's definitely like I am cool with that length. <laughs> if you're just it's talking usually like, That's when they start like, okay, it's like, okay, this is a good, decently length roller coaster, but for a ride like Fury, it would chew through 4,500 feet of track in under a minute. That's very true. Um, and, but then other rides 
don't chew through that much track that fast. So I think it really depends on the type of roller coaster you're looking at. Yeah, I'm realizing that only two of my top five are over 4,500 feet of track. So, uh, uh, Let me look real quick. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I that's definitely a good length. It's rare for you to find something over that. Uh, but when you do... Um, yes, yes. It's usually pretty solid. Yes, definitely. I think so. I think so. Three or I think four, five or six of my top ten are over forty five hundred or right at it. I'd have to actually go on RCDB and check to make sure. But I know for a fact three of them are. I don't remember what your five is. Um. Oh wait, now I do. Yep, four of them are. That one for sure, that one for sure, that one I'm pretty sure. Hold on, now I want to check. I, I've looked. If your top five is what I think it is, then yeah, it is. Oh, that one is 50 feet short. <laughs> what? What am I missing? Um, Hold on, I'm typing it on the side here. I'm looking, I'm doing through 10. Oh, okay. That one's definitely over. I think that one's over. What even is my 9 and 10? Oh, yeah, that's what my 8, 9, and 10 are. Oh, nope, that one's 100 feet under. Okay, so a couple of them are right there at it. They're just... Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Gotta check the last ones. 6. It's 100 feet short, but it's close. We're, we're probably talking about the same one there. Uh, and 50 feet short, also talking about the same one. I'm, so seven yeah. are right around that or higher. Yeah. I put two over in the side. I think they're the same ones that you're thinking of. Yep, they are. <laughs> uh, so there you go. It's like statistically, it is a very solid length mm -hmm. uh, to be as a threshold, but at least. Also, there's some of them that are like not close to it and still fantastic. Oh, that one is over, and I didn't even count it. And good lord, is that a hot picture? Um, okay, hold on. Now I get, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six of my top ten are over four hundred feet of track. We'll say seven of my top ten are, but the three that are missing are all in my top five. So take that as you will. Um, uh, yeah. One, two. Mine are my top six that are missing. Gotcha. No, well, ten is also missing, but ten's ten's my uh. Everyone thinks I'm insane. Oh yeah. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah. So there you go. Forty-five hundred. I there's no way to define the perfect amount, but it's definitely. It's solid. a good number. Yes, for sure. And last question. This is from Allison. What's the best sounding lift hill for all y'all weirdos? Um, shout out to Vortex. Rest in peace, but not really. But your lift hill was probably the best sounding lift hill I've ever heard. Mm, I can't. <laughs> this is a really dumb question. <laughs> it really is. Like, a, it's like a, this is a stupid thing, but it's kind of true because there are certain rides you hear them from across the park and Vortex. It, KI was one of those rides that had that just iconic oh, noise and you could hear it from anywhere. Heck, if you were going slow enough on 71 and had your windows down, you could hear it. Okay, Voyage's Lift, for one. 
definitely Voyages Lift is one. Oh yeah. Um definitely not Steel Vengeance. Oh god, no. Steel Vengeance if you want to go death. Uh yeah, I'm going Voyage and that's like it. That's mine. Voyages Lift is my favorite for sure. Trying to think if there's another ride. This is the um, creaking. That I've always like, just loved the lift hill of. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Vortex at Ki. Got you. Yeah. Uh. I will say. Okay. Wait. Was it the same? No. Disneyland's Big Thunder is not as loud as ours is on the indoor portion. When you actually get here, prepare for your eardrums to be destroyed. I've stood under Superman. I'm prepared. Uh, yeah, it's probably about similar, but like just echoing, it's very bad. <laughs> I, yeah, you, people who have written it, you know what I'm talking about. You'll see. Uh, random thought. You know, but do people like, you know, every time the whistle blows, do they go? My gosh. <laughs> that was... St- no, that was a that was there, a train ride. That was like, one of the funniest train rides I've ever had, just because of those people. I don't know why it made all of us so mad, but anyways, this is just one of the things. It's like, come on, it's like it's loud, but it will end. Just deal with it. Yeah, that'll be me at Hornets. Okay, well, transitioning into the back half. It's been a minute since we've done a ranking for y'all, so tonight we're gonna do. Our North American B&M Hypers. I put that on there because I'm including Canada since I've ridden Behemoth. Um, yeah. So I've ridden N- nine. all of the U.S. Hypers, and I'm missing one of the uh, North American Hypers. Oh, wait. No, Goli- Goliath of Laron, does that even count? Well, if we're counting Goliath over Georgia, then I feel like we have to count Goliath. Drop height, though. True. Okay, sure. What? Well, Goliath Laurent, neither of us have ridden it, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, but he's it done nine. Like one of the, yeah, I've done seven. Ones. Honestly, it looks really good. <laughs> it's just airtime. That's all it is. It's constant. True. And the turnaround looks fun. Um, I just want to see the weird track connector thing. Yes. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Let, let's, we're just going to go to that park, and we're going to go stare at that for like 10 minutes. It's like, I'm parking as close to that ride as I can. That'll be it. Honestly... I'm just saying, uh, I'm probably very underrated parking experience would be parking right next to Goliath at Laurent. Yeah. That that seems, it just runs straight out into the parking lot. That seems like a great way to start your day, in my opinion. Okay, there's a whole nother, I'm going to put that on the list for future ideas. Best parking lots at a theme park for like the hype. We'll put wow, that who wants to be bored for an episode? <laughs> <laughs> We can call it parking lot coasters. <laughs> we could. Uh, okay, Twisted Colossus takes the cake. But let's do it. So he's done nine. I've done seven. The ones that I'm missing are Behemoth and Raging Bull. Let's do it. You start. Yeah. since You, you do I'll your do, nine and eight real quick. I'll do my nine and eight real quick, and then I'll do seven, and we'll jump in from there. Um, okay, so number nine is Raging Bull at Six Legs Great America fantastic drop the trims kill the rest of it uh the drop is nuts it's if we're ranking drops this is goes to the number two spot if we're ranking the entire ride it's in the very last just because it doesn't do much if the trim hits so 
Uh, I haven't ridden it, but I'm just saying it looks fantastic to me. Like, I really want to ride it. Uh, I understand why he wouldn't like it as much, and I could definitely see myself thinking the same. But Twister B&M Hyper, I want to try it. I, I, that excites me. Um, it was definitely, yeah, I was definitely like walked in and I had talked to some people that had written it and they were like, okay, this is the seat you want to get in. And like the drop's going to be good. And there's some good airtime moments, but if the trim hits, you're not going to like it that much. And that's what happened. So I walked in expecting to like love the drop, which I did. And yeah. So, and then number eight for me is Apollo's chariot at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Again, fantastic drop, good floater airtime, but just looking at everything else on this list, it's just so much older that B&M's gotten so much better at this model and it shows and we'll get to all of those. So, yeah. And then number seven is my hot take of the list. And that's Candemonium. Um, I walked into Candemonium. I was like, Mako, that is what it has to be. And it was vastly disappointing. Some of you, man. I know. And we did only get one ride. Um, I got the marathon this year. I, but like just my one ride, I was like, eh, yeah. It also hurts that ride so much that quite possibly the best hyper coaster in the world is 50 feet to its right. That's very true. It's very true. So uh, there's my number seven. Yeah. My number seven is Intimidator at Carowinds. Uh, this actually, okay, it ran good for us this year. Uh, yes, but, I was running look, so this was the best it's ever run. I agree. But I like layout wise, it, it's just a, a, like I would prefer a layout that's m- more like Goliath at Laurent as far as just a straight out and back where you've got just like a lot of hills. Intimidator is like what three big hills and one at the end. Um, it just doesn't pack a lot in, in my opinion. Yeah. And, yeah the- one big hill on the way out and then two hills on the way back. Exactly. It, it's a big ride. It's got good airtime. It just doesn't pack a lot, you know? And also, yeah. I don't like the stagger trains as much as the others. It just lacks the punch that a lot of the other ones do. But I still enjoy it. I'll still ride it every time I go to Carowinds. It's just not the same as the others. Yeah, and it looks fresh this year because they just repainted it. it so it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, like tip for people who haven't ridden it or need to ride it again ride towards the front and you'll really enjoy that first element more than you thought you would uh, we did back you. this year and it was great we did back this year and it's great but i intimidated i preferred up front for that first element and you if you ever go to a park with my dad and i especially carowinds we will both complain about that first element because we wish it were like diamond back and went straight into a big hill yeah i i so, agree um and I'm just going to piggyback because my number six is Intimidator. Uh, again, great ride, great airtime. Wish it did more. Yep. Uh, number six for me, Apollo's Chariot at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Uh, like Jack said, it's just older. You know, I think the thing has fantastic pacing and it's, it's all around floater the whole way through. I also love the setting. It's really good. It, it's just not as strong as a lot of the others. Uh, these rides. It shows how much better they've gotten at making Yes. Them. These rides are all very similar. It gets hard to pick between some of them. I just can't put it ahead of some of the others. Mm-hmm. But the setting is amazing. Yeah, I also like its turnaround a lot. Like, yeah, the turnaround was surprisingly fun. Um, mm-hmm. 
The thing I really liked the trip out, and then the way back was very uninspiring. I thought it was really good. I mean, I've only ridden it once, but we rode it early in the day. I didn't get to ride it after it warmed up, so I never got like the full like cooking on cook. Gotta do the cooking by the book run on the way back. Um. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, <laughs> number five for me is Behemoth at Canada's Wonderland. Um. It's been a minute since I've ridden it. I'm not going to lie, but what I do remember was a very good ride with a lot of good airtime. Um, it loses points because of the setting. It's not, It's not. Yeah, it's right up against the water, but it's not got the cool setting that some of the other ones do on this list. And then it definitely leans more towards like the floater airtime. It's not punching you out of your seat. You're just getting a nice, graceful floater over the hills. Um, that being said, it is good airtime. There's plenty of it. You've got three or four big hills, a couple smaller hills, and a different finale than all the other B&M hypers, staggered or not staggered. I really enjoy Behemoth. I really want to get back on it. Um, it's still it's, it's my favorite ride at Canada's Wonderland. So, okay, uh, I'm gonna in a way piggyback off of that because of just some of the points you made. Uh, my five is Nitro at Six Flags Great Adventure. And the way I'm going to piggyback off of this is that uh, I fully agree with what you said about it just doesn't punch over the hills as much. I think Nitro probably might be the best of all of these as far as layout. All of the airtime is divided very equally. It's got a good mixture of turns and helixes, great length. It has a setting and takes you out there. The airtime just being divided up so much, it, it loses a lot of speed and other elements and yeah, it just doesn't punch you because when we get to number four mine's nitro so the return um, trip though that's where it heats up the first half eh. so i rode this back in 2017 for the first time i got one ride in the back row the ops were being super lazy and they literally like just tap my restraint so i had three or four clicks to play it was fantastic of course no seat belts yes um and i remember Again, loving this ride back in 2017, but I'd only ridden like 50-ish roller coasters in, so I didn't have much experience. I think the only other hype ride I'd ridden was Diamondback. Love Nitro. Setting's great. Colors are great. It's got the, the traditional trains, and it's got elements of a lot of my favorite hypers. It's got tons of hills, good turnaround, good entrance into the mid-course, and a good finale. Riding it this year, I rode it as like... It's got the layout, but it's not pumping over these hills. Exactly. I remember it. it That's used, what I meant. It, it, if it if it ran over those hills at the speed that Mako runs over its hills, undoubtedly probably the best hyper. But it doesn't get over those hills like it should. And like our return trip, the mid course was hitting, so it was just like you felt the airtime, but you weren't actually leaving your seat on those three final hills, which is like oh. If you were flying over those things, it'd be glorious. Yeah, but... the return trip packed in more than I expected it to. I, I like, yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch POV because the layout is great. It's just, yeah, it doesn't run it as high a speed. Yeah, I seriously think if that ride was running really fast and the mid course didn't fire, it would be the best one. I, yeah, I can see it completely. It'd definitely also, be up there. This might be a hot take. Fantastic color scheme. I don't like the pink. The yellow and blue, I'm cool with the pink. Eh. I see. I like the pink, but oh, I, even if you got rid of the pink, the yellow and blue, fantastic color scheme. I'm cool with the yellow and blue. That's fine. Um, 
But yes, yeah, so that was his number four and my number five. My number four uh, is Diamondback. I'm just going to piggyback in here too because my number three is Diamondback. Yeah. Uh, so Diamondback, you know, I, my first times it disappointed me just because it trimmed hard. My last times it's been about what I've expected from it, which is good solid airtime on the way back. Not a way out. The way out. Yes, my bad. On the way out, it's great solid say, airtime. You got to keep that fact straight because otherwise it's going to get used against you. I know that. Uh, the layout is great too. It's got a good setting. The second half just kind of kills a little bit early. It doesn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, and also, not a huge fan of the staggered trains compared to the others. I think that it's really good. But uh, as far as like, if I could put things in a BM hyper tier, this would still be considered mid tier. Heck, even number three would maybe be considered mid tier. The the top two are the ones that are. This yeah. is like my borderline mid tier top tier ride. I've got a soft spot for this. I've been riding it since 2017. Um, I've ridden it on some really good haunt nights at like 11:30, 12 at night when it was just hauling and the trims were off, and, and it's phenomenal. Um, still. I love the drop. The fir- the hills out are great. Great turnaround. Really snappy if it's running fast. Good airtime on that hill. If the trim's off, the trim's on. You get some floater, but if the trim's off, it's great. Hit the mid-course. If you're in the back, you get popped off the mid-course. You get some airtime on those last hills. And then, of course, it gets bonus points because it's got a splashdown. And I love the splashdown a lot. Um, and then, okay, Kings Island... Uh, regular tip if you're hot on a summer day and you're riding diamondback Put right in the back row up. throw your arms out behind you and you will get drenched yep I, it's happened to me unintentionally i just had my hand up <laughs> See, and i've done it enough now and like when i was good lord like 14 or 15 i couldn't get it that well but now i can get my arm back there in a scoop and literally just shoot the water up at my face and it's oh it feels great Seriously, if you're hot at Kings Island, do that. It's so much fun. Now take my wingspan. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, but yeah. I mean, you, you could probably just put your hand down in the scoop. Dude, I've been riding like I usually ride hypers. And I have my arm here and yeah, I've gotten drenched. <laughs> that, that, that That's it. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun ride. I do like the splashdown. It's a nice touch. Speaking of having like long arms, next time you're at Dollywood, you gotta ride. I'll have to tell you where it is there's a tree ranch you could totally grab on eagle i found it and i call i i found it and it hit here on my arm and i called one of my friends i was like hey you got a tree branch on eagle that's about two feet into the clearance envelope <laughs> yeah that's not good i don't know if i want to hurt myself uh, the only thing that i'll do as far as rides like just sticking my arms out to consistently touch something is run my hand on kumba's grass uh in the helix that and then um, Thunderbird, if they haven't mowed in the Helix going into the barn, you can run your hand through the weeds. Haven't read Thunderbird in years because it wasn't open. Uh, but yeah, so eh, we we kind of got sidetracked. Diamondback's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Diamondback's good. Love that ride. Right. It's my uh, dad's number one. Totally. Ugh. Uh, so <laughs> it was my number four, his number three. Candemonium is my number three. Uh, I'll agree that this doesn't pack quite the punch that one and two do, but it's definitely punchier in its airtime than any of the other ones that we've talked about so far, in my opinion. You also got to ride it a lot more this year, so I, I have to ride it again. But you remember, even after my first ride, I had it up here. You did have it higher, because we disagreed on it. But It's it's still 
like my opinion hasn't changed a whole lot. The problem is it just feels short. The airtime's super intense. It just doesn't have a ton. I think the wave turns great, the speed hill's great, the first hill's great, and the drop is great. From there, it's kind of like the rest is meh. Doesn't do a whole lot. It's very yeah, good. I though. need. The, I want to ride this in the summer at night when it's cooking and see what it does. Um, I've also gotten front row and back row, and front row is pretty good on this. Yeah, I'd like we to ride it like front back stick. and then get a back row night ride while it's cooking out on that seat and get the good rotation flip. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's solid. It I like. I will say, throwing Candemonium out there, and I, this really goes for a lot of these rides, but Candemonium and I'd say Candemonium and Mako, which we'll get to that in a minute, those two win the Photogenic Award, if I'm allowed to give that. Um, Candemonium is a super fun ride to take pictures of. Yeah, um, but with our two and our one, we have the exact same. I don't think anybody's yeah. surprised. These two no. are just way better I, than the others. I think the only thing that like is up for debate is which order you go with on these, and it's so close. Yeah. Honestly, the number one has a pretty good, pretty good stranglehold on that number one. I love number two so much. You know, I love number two so much. You, you I ride also it so got much a little bit more of an attachment to number one than I do. Completely so non-biased, man. It's just. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Number two is Number two Goliath of Georgia. Georgia. You go first. Oh, this is the only roller coaster to ever cause me like physical injury. Let's start with that. Um, I rode this so 2017. The hurricane came through Florida on the Panhandle side, and then head straight for Atlanta. And they didn't close. So it's downpouring. There are maybe 20 cars in the parking lot. Like, literally, we can be on a roller coaster lift hill and pick our car out. Um, and they were just letting us sit. So my dad and I rode Goliath 20 times in a row without leaving the station. And I, got I love that. That's like a, <laughs> I get a massive man. I, love <laughs> I get off and I'm walking down the exit ramp after we're finally done and blood just starts pouring out of my nose because we've done that, gone through that 540 helix so much that it literally just busted the vein in my yeah. nose. Seriously. Um, it was insane. It's still one of my, I think it's up there for like most, it's tied for with. The John, day John, Mike, and I did Holiday World. It's tied with that for most rides I have on one roller coaster in a given day. Um, yeah, and then, but just looking at the layout, you let Stangle design it. That was like, the big thing. That's your saving grace because it's got two amazing hills that are like basically feel like Magnum Triangle hills. Like, like let's be honest, they I'm... fling you out of your seat. Then you've got the best turnaround on any BM hyper. And then a phenomenal return trip that is just like ragdolling you into the brake run. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Stangle design, like I know he has said Expedition G-Force is his finest work in his opinion, but this has to be up there. This layout is incredible. If G-Force is one, which I'm honestly like looking at G-Force's layout, yeah, it looks cool. Goliath is two. It could be one. Seriously, Goliath, uh, it's so different than all the other hypers for its layout. It's so good. And it has all three forces you're looking for because, you know, you've got your first drop. And I will say the first drop is probably one of the weaker BNM hyper drops, but that's not what you're riding for. It's everything else. First couple hills, 
great airtime. The helix is seriously one of the most intense co- like elements on any coaster. I, uh, I mean, I posted on my Instagram when I wrote it this summer that that was the hardest I had grayed out in a long, long time. Wait, Seriously. Did you write it this summer? On my trip, I stopped in Atlanta and for like half a day at over Georgia, and I wrote it like five times. Before Beach Bend. That was this... Bro, Good your concept Lord. of time is messed up. This year it was really huge. Was- well, also, that's the. I remember, I'd been off the grid, so I got back on the grid from that, and you were like on your way to Atlanta. And yes. So, like, th- those those couple days right after I got back from camp were always just like a blur of what happened to me or anyone I know, so I kind of forgot about that. Um, but also, like, let's just go back to the like rides we had on it in December. I've got one of our on-ride photos of it. And Shout out like, Andrew likes coasters for the photos we yeah, have. And we're both just like, as we're going through it, because we can't stop smiling on this. That thing. was pure joy riding with those guys. At, oh, seriously. Hey, love y'all. If you're listening, love you. If you're not, we still love you. That's right. Um, okay. Also, real like, I let me. I'm gonna finish now. Okay. Helix, insane. <laughs> Then you have a couple other hills that are great across the road. Hold on, can I interject? Gosh. Hold on, hold on. I think you'll you might agree with me on this. It might not be it on a steel roller coaster. I'm specifying steel because Voyage exists. It's the best turnaround on any roller coaster. It's the best roller. It's coaster hard for me to think around. of another, so I'll agree for now. But I'd have the to think about it. The only other ride, like period, that I think could give it a run for its money is the Spaghetti Bowl on Voyage. Do you count Velocicoaster's dive loop as a turnaround, though? Oh, God. That's in a bowl, though, so... Look, it, it's up there. That's the point. Okay, finish it. Yeah, sorry. I just had to... Uh, I think one of the most underrated elements of this ride is that very... It's an incredibly whippy, like, low-to-the-ground overbank back over the road. Mm-hmm. I think you can agree with me. It rattles hard, but it flips Doesn't you. Doesn't matter. Exactly. And then from there, it's just straight ejector uh, all the way to like the a fury run. turn. It does. Because uh, it's, it's not like. Honestly, a, better a than normal... most of the Fury's turns. I'm not even joking when I say that. You know, yeah. It's like, because it basically, like, you're going up and it whips to, like, you bank before you start turning. So you just get flung out and then yeah. you turn. Yeah. I'll say, legit, this is one of the BM hypers that I could ride all day with no complaint. It has a fantastic yeah. setting. Been there, done that. Yeah. Layout. It's amazing. Nine row trains with no seat belts. Saying. And underrated color scheme. I agree. Thank you. I the it needs to be repainted. The orange is faded a lot. But I love the silver rails though. No, yeah, keep the silver rails. And if you could actually because they're they're technically gray, if they could make them actually silver, like like shiny silver paint, imagine. Yeah. I, if you can't tell, we really like the ride. We really like the ride. I feel we're probably gonna get to the next one, and we're not gonna say as much as be like, well, maybe. No, okay, seriously, we we got a lot to talk about. I feel like there's not as much to say with number one, just because it's a lot simpler. But it's better. But we've got some funny stories with this ride that we could tell. So number one, anyway, is Mako at SeaWorld Orlando. You want to go first again? I think. This was the ride, and for me, that you had hyped up the most. Period. Any like 
since we've been friends, this was the ride you'd hyped up the most. For and me. I was 100% confident that it would live up to that hype. It's and one it of the rides did. that I it think I will. It cracked my top five after one ride. And the only reason it's not as high anymore is because I've ridden other roller coasters and my taste has changed a bit. But it's still sitting in my top 20. And that's not that's not a bad statement at all. Um, and honestly, I've got a couple of changes I'm going to make to my top 20 so uh how about yeah it can go there that seems fair um yeah that seems fair um yeah fantastic ride fantastic color scheme fantastic trains fantastic setting the way out is insane the drop uh i tell you what i'll find it and i'll post it on instagram on our either on their story or maybe I'll do a reel. I'll find the video of my reaction to the drop for the first time because I had a GoPro on me. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's really, good. really good. I'll let you talk about Okay, I'll just take over. So first off, like Orlando, Central Florida local, it was... Uh, one of the earliest new coasters I got on as a uh, enthusiast. And it's still one of my favorites ever. It's still my second favorite in Florida. I mean, y'all know what number one is. Uh, we all know what number one is. But seriously, like, no seatbelts on the trains has probably the best pacing and overall best speed to it. Uh, every element is taking taken with insane speed and is just ejecting you the first drop is still the best drop on any bnm period sorry fury then you've got the first turn which is good and then that first floater hill literally can go for like six to seven seconds and then you've got more airtime from there that's also crazy intense the speed hill is one of the best ever and then the finale also has an awesome little whippy moment that gives you sideways airtime it's super picturesque. The color scheme is great. It it literally, the best way I can explain why it's better than the others is it just seems to haul faster than the others and the airtime seems more intense. Yeah, that's 100% like accurate. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's the best. So I guess, we'll, so I remember some of the things we did. This was the time, this is when I introduced you to how to ride the B&M Hyper properly too. Um Good day. <laughs> Changes how you you ride a B and M hyper, and you have the restraint down, and you get the floaty feeling. And it's like, oh yeah, these are good. Then you learn the proper way to ride them, and then you actually get to experience what B and M airtime can be, and then you understand why they're so good. And then you and we're do talking it. about getting plenty of room, um, and you hold the restraint up the entire ride, so it doesn't come down. So even when you're at the end, you're still getting airtime on the little twists and pops. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one ride, I lost my grip on my restraint going down the drop, so I got stapled going down the drop. Chris didn't. And so I was just like, you know what would be funny? I'm going to put my hand over his head, over his head, good three or four inches over his head, and we're going to see what happens. So I've got my hand out over his head, and as we go over the next hill, he goes up and slaps. His head just flies up and slaps my hand out of the There's a video of it. There's a video of it. I'm going to find it, and I'll probably put it in the montage of me reacting to the drop. Um, if I remember to do that, chances are I'll forget. So someone pester me in the Discord to do it. Um, yeah, 
and we did that the entire ride. And I think I could get my hand a good half a foot over his head, and he could still his he would still pop up. I was getting up there. Yeah, like if y'all don't know, just position yourself at the start of the ride to try to get as much room as you can. You know, mm-hmm. put pull yourself forward a little bit. Nothing don't unsafe, be obviously. About it. Exactly. Don't be unsafe. But, but if I you say this in full confidence, you will be fine. Yeah. It, I've just ridden Fury up with the bare minimum clicks to get like a green. You will be fine. Just don't be an idiot. Exactly. Um, yeah. It and, will well, I should be say, I'm not talking about like his hair flapping up and hitting. No, his head was hitting my hand. Yeah. It, yeah. Just, that just, fu- if you haven't ridden it, you just got to ride it to yeah, you gotta ride know it. what we're talking about. Yeah. It's the best. That's. Plain and, the best. and that is the BNM Hypers of North America, except for Goliath and Laurent. Eventually. We will talk about it eventually, y'all. That'll be in a trip report part like 14 or something someday. <laughs> trip report part 482. Oh, if we get to that. <laughs> All I know is when we get the tri- the great trip report show number 69, the intro to the show is just going to be nice. And that we're yeah. gonna just do that for as long as we can. Of course. Uh, well, everybody, join the Discord and let us know your BNM hyper rankings. But yeah. we're curious. We of are. Course. Cur- I actually do want some. I want to hear. Like, I know the people in our Discord. I want to hear what you think of our list. What, and I want to see your list so I can roast you. Um, specifically, Grant. Just throwing that. <laughs> Grant, love you. Um, and other than that, again, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at Thrilling Moments, Chris at Twisted Travelers, Chris. Buy Allison's book, join the Discord, do all of those things. Join Patreon. the Patreon. Follow Bryant. Follow everybody. Thank you follow so much for all listening. All of the people, except Taylor Bybee. Yeah. Actually, excuse me, Taylor Bybee. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.